I'm Joe Barnard, and you're listening to the Off Nominal Podcast. Uh, I'm the person who always enters this, so if you recognize my voice, that would make sense. Uh, and uh, with us as guests, do you guys want to introduce yourself? <laughs> oh, man. We got our first celebrity radio stinger. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, well, that's probably the most professional start to the show we've yeah. ever had. I, I don't think... The only way it could be better is if you really ham it up with like the you're listening to the off nominal but like you know one of those. But like, we're gonna you have know to do the... a whole studio session with Joe to just nail out you know, a lot of these <laughs> different stingers. I mean, our vibe is more like the shock jock. Like it'd have to be like you're listening to. <laughs> yeah, if you don't get the horn in there, it doesn't count. No, it doesn't. It's not at all. So, ah, oh, man. Okay. Well, we made it. Yeah, uh, I am a complete frazzled mess apparently right now so i'm i'm surprised that we started within 10 minutes of our starting time so um congratulations to me on outpacing me how's that say. um point update that you just installed the fresh mac os point update yeah. uh it's Does working it's working more great. stable than it did 10 minutes before the show or uh well the camera works now so it <laughs> okay, is a market good. improvement yeah if there's one thing that's good it's updating your os 10 minutes before the show but <laughs> all day He's yeah. even in a time zone. Well, I guess that probably hurts, right? No, you're Irvin, you're you're up. You have a longer day now between our, your wake up time and our normal start time, and you still couldn't get it together. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. It's okay. It'll be all right. But it'll be all right. I'm really excited, Jake. We've been uh, Twitter flirting with Joe for <laughs> several weeks, and he's been on the li- the list for a long time. And then yeah. released this great video recently that we'll talk about. I'm sure. So I'm. I'm extra pumped for the show. And I Me think too. after what was uh, an interesting couple of weeks for both personally and professionally for both of us, uh, we need this right now. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this is Same. very cathartic. <laughs> I'm sure. I don't know. We, we didn't really talk about topics, but there's a good chance this gets somewhere between inside baseball and therapy session. <laughs> along the way. So we'll see where that goes. But let's start. We, we got some drinks here, Jake. Yeah, yeah. What do you got? I'll go first. Okay. Uh, So I had a a small family gathering this week. And so I had some some, uh, family around and we have some leftover beer. So this is leftover beers show. Um, But uh, my main here is from Hop Valley Brewing Company. And this is the Bubble Stash IPA Cryo Hops. Cryo Hops. Yeah. That'll get the Boca Chica watchers hopping. Uh, this is from Ontario, actually. It's from Cremor, Ontario, Cremor Springs uh, area. So uh, that's that's my main. And then I have a backup one too, because this is, as everyone knows, I have Jake size beers. Yeah, normal, that's pretty and small. This is this is like a half pint. So that's a sampler. Um, I have my backup, and this is a special one because it is both not special because it is just Molson Canadian. It's like the worst. Super. It's like you're you've just joined an adult hockey league and yeah, you're just is, lacing up the skates. If you just go to a bar and you say, "Can I have a beer?" This is what they bring you. That's <laughs> um, kind of pretty though. Like as far as like you know, crappy beers go, that's a pretty label. Yeah, good typography yeah, yeah. for crappy yeah. beer. But I, I thought it was appropriate though because this is probably the last show that I broadcast from Canada for a while. So because uh, this is a uh, this is 
this this temporary thing is going away because I'm leaving this building. Uh, I'm on a new adventure next week, and I'm excited about it. So, is that as much information as you're divulging at this moment in time? Uh, we we can talk about whatever you want. Oh, yeah, I mean, you never really divulge yeah, a lot. Well, I think. we're in the middle of drink, so I don't want it to derail. Okay, okay. Uh, I have a beer that is called Trouble by Design. Wait for it. This is not necessarily a space beer, but I read this and then I felt I felt like it was. Uh, I wow, am I gonna get a new focus or what? Is everything okay? What's <laughs> happening? It's just your life now. Okay. <laughs> what is this? All right, well that's fun. Uh, I'll figure that out in a second. I'll just move. You know? <laughs> oh, I guess really close is where. It... <laughs> I uh, trouble by design. I I felt like it reminded me of Joe's recent video where he's oh, built different God. and i was like this is a beer that i think fits fits the theme that we're going for i do have a backup as well though this one's called wizard nebula i don't even want to refocus the camera this time but it's called wizard nebula that's a heck of a um, name i don't really know what that means and there's like the can is like ornaments that kind of look like uh some buildings in moscow like it's just a weird there's a lot going on here. Or those like balloons, like hot. I don't balloons. really know. Hmm. So we'll see when I get into that one. Okay. That's right. what I got. Joe, what do you got? Nice. It's a little earlier out where you are, I think. Oh, it's it's fine. It's after five. Okay. Uh, I have I have not tried this. So I have uh, a beer called Pine Tar, and I got it because of two reasons. Um, so there are stars, like the night sky, but it's not actually the night. It's dusk, and dusk is my favorite thing. And then it also has the moon on it. And I am I'm a simple man. I buy everything for the label. Uh, beers, wines, it does not matter. If the label mm-hmm. is cool, I am buying it. Um, and so it is by Strike Brewing. Um, I don't know much about it, but it looks really nice, and we're going to try it. That's, that's, that's that. what we do here. So I, I, don't, I didn't like plan a backup beer, but I have another one called Gummy Worms that's really good. Um, does it taste can, like Gummy Worms? We can bring that out if necessary. Uh, no, it's just a good IPA. Okay, that's... Yeah. Way better than what I was worried about. You, you got a big can, so if we get through that, you need a backup. Beer. The show's already off the rails anyway. I so got a big can, and I just looked, and it's 10%. So. Oh, no, oh, you, you told me. <laughs> <laughs> does have a nice oh, New Jersey yeah. on the side of the can, so repping the home home state. Oh, yeah. Cool. All, All right. right, cheers. It is good to have you cheers. here. Where should we start? I would love to talk about your new video. Uh, sure. Number one. There's a moment in there when you say, I'm Joe Barnard, and I pretty much do whatever I want at this point, and then I, I cracked up. Like, <laughs> I, that killed me for whatever reason. The, the like, flippant, like, I guess this is the intro that I'm doing now. I loved that. Uh, I mean, yeah, it was about accurate for that time. So the, the, the inside part that, like, I'm not trying to hide it, but was definitely part of that video. The first two launches happened in August of 2020, so like a full year ago. Um, and basically like part of the reason everything failed so much in trying to get that rocket to work that for those who haven't seen it, I basically like, I build this really tiny flight computer and I try to speed run the development of it and get to launch. And it takes me four tries to get it to work. I Falcon <laughs> won this thing. And it, like, anyway, so the, the first two I did August of last year, they both didn't work. And I was like, this is garbage. I have learned my lesson. I shouldn't try to speed run things. Um, and then my buddy came to town in June 
And I was like, well, I guess I never finished this project. Let's just try it again. And it didn't work. And then I drove into the airport, drove back, and I was like, can I swear? Am I allowed to swear? I don't know the rules yes, here. Preferred. I was like, this is bullshit. <laughs> uh, and then I, I like went home. I jacked up all of the control games, and I was like, this thing will do nothing but control itself. <laughs> and it worked. So you got to take it to the limit. Maybe, you know, uh, Yeah. I there's a company that just launched last night that you might want to just call in with the advice. Uh, <laughs> really? That's, what do you, I, that's really interesting. I hadn't heard anything about that. Yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> Yeah, side jag to firefly that was very impressive uh and then very exciting it was very fun to watch I'll it was a that great much. launch yeah. yeah yeah it was like fascinating failure uh for a bunch of reasons yeah also i mean this is a sentiment that i think a lot of people echoed like super admirable that they were like yeah tim dodd like let's stream it um because like you know it's not going to work i i like all respect to the engineers at firefly you know mm -hmm. it's not going to work yeah it's yeah. It's your first shot. That's part really of the hard. thing. Like that's yeah. just how it goes. Well, I th I thought it was like really smart for them because and then Aster did the same thing with with NSF. It wasn't their first flight, but the, that same strategy of like hiring people who yeah. are good at that to just you know do it because like a you get to like leverage a huge built-in audience, so like you just get your yep. company out there, uh, and then b that stuff's expensive if you want to do it right. And we all know what happens when someone does a bad launch webcast. Twitter eats you alive. <laughs> and so, like, this is a smart way to, like, like if it's a bad webcast, it's like, well, Tim Dodd screwed that up. That'd be, that'd be the worst thing that could happen to Firefly, right, in terms of the webcast. So, uh, I hey, do you want to say the first letter of whoever you're talking about? Because <laughs> <laughs> I know who it is. <laughs> uh, there are so many these days. I, yeah, I'm like, wait a minute, which one would I list one? first? <laughs> Both, both the, co the companies doing it and the people complaining about it. There's some, there's some high people on that list. So. Yeah. yeah. And there was yeah. one, was, wasn't there one uh, earlier this year that was, a, was it a SpaceX launch that NASA or NOAA, somebody did the coverage of? And it was like, a, it was a verifiable train wreck. It was uh, um, for, one from Vandy. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone was like very heated about that. <laughs> I can't remember the mission name. Yes, they... it was. Uh, oh, oh, maybe it was uh, Sentinel, right? Was one of the Sentinels? Yeah, that's what it was. Michael Freilich. Mm -hmm. I don't remember how to mm -hmm. say his name. Yeah, probably. and it was it was not good. Yeah, but you're right because they're just saying like these people are doing this anyway. They're gonna be streaming. Yeah. They've got the audience. They've got the content. Tim did a great job with the stream design. Mm -hmm. like, yeah, yeah, it was. It was pretty brilliant. I'm. It is interesting that both Astra and Firefly did that within days of each other. Uh, well, especially because like Tim was saying that they'd been working on it since like January, like yeah. you know the talks and getting it all ready. So it wasn't like a reactionary thing. Well, unless Astra threw it together in the last five minutes when they heard. But like, like they know it, but... like ten minutes before they're gonna go up at Kodiak and do a launch, you know. So like, just <laughs> yeah. Time, yeah. Firefly admirably stuck to their timeline within a couple of months. Yeah, that was yeah. pretty close. So I just didn't the, expect that. And then they were like, oh, we're going to go for the first minute of this launch window. It was just, it was a great uplifting day, even though it ended in failure. Yeah. So anyway, back to Joe's video that was, had several great <laughs> uplifting days that ended in failure. <laughs> uh, you, let's talk about the August 2020 situation. I, sure. I don't know like how close to the metal we want to get here, but August 2020 was a year ago. You took a break yeah. somewhere in there. Oh man, we I per the this is probably where the, the therapy metal, you... session is coming out. <laughs> okay, yeah, let's do it. We let's all have experienced some level of burnout. It sounds like in the last several months or a year. Uh, so I feel like we should get into it and talk about it. Was 
was the was this particular project related to that at all or did was this just like do you typically have a lot of balls in the air of different things that you're working on that eventually come to be a video this project was like a total meme from the start it was sort of like i opened up the pcb design software that i use so so design like circuit boards and um i opened it up and i was like you know what so it, it had been an idea like a lot of these things a lot of these projects start as an idea that's bouncing around in your head for a few months and you're like, I could probably do this. And like any person who makes things, you're like, I can do this in three weeks max. <laughs> and it's, it's not, that's not accurate. Um, but I, yeah, I designed this board after I had completed a series of 10 test flights on this other rocket that I had built. Um, and it was in between this rocket and then the landing one scout um, that I was like, I could, I could like slip a little project in here that lasts about a month. Um, and so I did, I built the board, I assembled it. I shot all of this beautiful footage, like 90% of the stuff that you see at the beginning of the video was shot over a year ago. Um, and uh, then I did two launches, they didn't work. And I realized like, I'm not, you know, I don't know how cool we are with, using SLS as an example, but like, I'm not going <laughs> to sunk cost policy this, like neither of these have worked. I've spent some time, but there are more valuable things for me to pursue. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that, that didn't affect, I, so, so yeah, like I did take a break, um, not too long after that, um, that didn't affect my mental health that much. It was more just like a bunch of other stuff that happened this fall. And then I also, um, with the landing stuff, I, did the way that I think about it in my mind is I went, I went really hard on like the Boeing approach, um, which is, and, and I, I actually mean that like respectfully too. I went way too hard on the bro. I just like Boeing how approach. you're using these as examples. It's just making me chuckle. Yeah. I'm not like disputing so, your usage. Just I, <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah. Boeing stuff is like less integrated test. It's less like just send it. It's more, it, it, and it's not doing nothing else. It's more like we're going to test the crap out of this thing. We're going to test the shit out of this thing. We will understand every single way that it fails um, individually as, a, as components, as systems. And so I did that for the landing program. So I had this huge like three month gap where I didn't do anything publicly. Um, but I pushed really hard on the landing rocket. And that's why I got I, that flight went way better than it had any reason to, to go. I'm hoping to do another one soon. But then I did that flight, a bunch of other stuff happened in my personal life and I was like, this is garbage uh, and I will not do it for a few months. Um, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. that's that. I don't know how we got You're, here. When I saw you're taking a break and then when I saw your next video go up, I was like, that was not that much of a break. Like, yeah. no, I was like, yeah, no, we gotta I was talk like, about that, man. <laughs> like, I don't know Joe yet, but I feel like I should find his phone number somewhere and call him and be like, do another one. <laughs> but yeah. I don't know if that is like, because we we are all we do very different things, and I think Joe's doing he's operating on 4D chess to Jake and I checkers just based on the sheer like number of media that you are working in from actual rockets through to video and audio. Uh, and apparently musical composition with a great place order button and the most recent yeah. video, very web 2.0 button. But I just, I Googled image place order button. <laughs> I zoomed in. The, like we, we all get the ice tip of the iceberg effect where the things that people enjoy from us are like 
the tip of the iceberg might be a generous analogy that it's like they're seeing mm-hmm. so little of what we're actually doing that make the thing. Uh, mm-hmm. So I couldn't tell if that was like you had all these other things up in the air and somewhat close to finish anyway. And you actually did take longer of a break than it looked like from what you were posting. Uh, oh. Or were you just really good at recovering from burnout and everything? Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, okay. Uh, I'll to, to peel it back a little bit. So I had, I forgot about this. I did a ton of development on a model rocket that was supposed to be uh, a launcher one model. Um, I actually have the fins over there for it. There's like this awesome actuated fin setup that I built, designed the whole thing. Um, I had an intern last summer and I like half of his internship was just designing this model. Um, and then I built a really intense like carrier aircraft for it. I did like six different test flights of it. And I hadn't really published any video on the BPS channel about it. And it was sort of unfulfilling in general. And then the thing that set it over the edge, like I was already heading toward burnout. And then like on a personal note, the thing that set it over the edge was like December, I went through like a super tough breakup. And I was like, this is garbage. I'm just going to stop. And so that was part of it. I also went really hard into like, uh, journaling and therapy and exercise and stuff like that. So it wasn't a short break or it wasn't a long break rather. Um, but it was definitely helpful. And I, I probably should have gotten burned more badly than I did this spring because like I stopped, I stopped taking a break and then I burned harder than I have ever burned. on any project. <laughs> uh, I, I sped run a minimum diameter, like, three meter tall, 10 kilometer rocket um, in a, about a month and a half. Uh, and that like that, it should not have worked as well as it did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I uh, like the, I was actually really happy when I, not happy, I shouldn't say it, because I didn't, I wasn't like in, enjoying seeing you in a place where you need to feel like I take a break. But it yeah. was, it was Jake's really, like, I'm really, happy. I'm outlasting another one. <laughs> no, no, no. I was, I related to it so much because I like, I feel so I, I hit real bad burnout about, well, it's about two years ago now. <laughs> and it's the last two years have been a exercise for me in reconstructing my life in a way that uh, will not make that happen again. Uh, mm-hmm. And so when I saw that happen to you, I was just like, I'm not a weirdo. Okay, good. Like it was, it was nice to see. So I, I appreciated you, you know, publishing that at least so. I'm yeah, I think there at least, but I've heard similar responses from other people too, whether they're in a in a like creator space or not. Like it really happens to most people. Um, if you're working hard on things you love, like at some point you're probably going to experience it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And like it's it's a little weird to put out a video that's like pretty vulnerable. Like I think I'm almost crying in that video, uh, but like I it is it's the reality of it. Um, and I think, I think it's helpful to be honest about that. If that makes yeah, sense. Totally. Yeah. Especially because yeah. you are like, we have a lot of one way friendships that become two way once we meet up somewhere with people. But mm-hmm. so that's that weird aspect where like, you might not necessarily know who that was going out to, but they know Joe so much that yeah. mm-hmm. it's hitting them at a different level level than you might think it is when you're putting it out there. Yeah, sense. it's like it's like the uh, the parasocial relationship thing where but but it's like uh it's like a, in, in a good way that like it has a it has a larger impact than, than yeah. the return does for me. If that makes sense. Yeah. 
Yeah, totally. Um, Whew, but anyway, yeah, I, I burned out. Yeah, I burned out real hard. It wasn't uh, wasn't that fun or cool, but it helped me. Um, it helped me get to the point where I was like, so I live in LA now, um, and I lived in Nashville until about a month and a half ago. Um, but that burnout helped me take a step back and like rethink a little bit, like what are my goals for the next five years? What do I want to be doing? Where's the right place to do it? Um, and so it helped me understand that I needed to move out here. Um, and so it was, it was like, even from a business perspective, it was like totally worth it to take the break because this was the right move. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know that I would have gotten there if I had kept like just doing project after project. Yeah. Um, and when you're in the, in the work. depths of like the, your standard flow, you don't have the yeah. ability to like take a step back and go like, why am I doing this particular thing? I had this in mm -hmm. the, like, so I had a kid last August and Congrats. took some time off. Thank you. And my, I knew like coming back from that after, you know, a couple months off, I think it took like a month off from the podcast world and all that kind of stuff. Turns out when they're very sleepy, you can read a lot of space news anyway. So I was able to just stay up on stuff, but I knew coming out of that, it would be like, okay, which things do I need to like, just based on my time availability, turn off. So it was like, used to write stuff on the blog. Turns out that one was the one that I flipped off because it wasn't doing what I wanted it to do, nor was it like the essence of what I think people like Miko for. Um, and it's, it was those kind of tweaks. And, and I feel like I've been good at that for the past couple of years of noticing areas of friction that if every if anything starts to feel too much friction to produce the thing, I start very quickly going like, I'm avoiding that, and it feels like friction, and I think that means I should stop doing it. Uh, friction is like the the subconscious thing where you're like, I just don't want to do this. Like you can notice yourself avoiding it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And and or or the relative, it doesn't come easy to produce something like that. You know, you're either forcing right. it by way of like, I'm just going to sit down and force myself to do this thing. It doesn't feel like it's coming naturally as part of like the thing that you actually want to be making. Um, so I've, I feel like I've had that focusing element in the last couple months of time constraints have changed now that there's a child running around. And even Jake and I have talked in recent months about like how much space news there is happening now compared to when we started out. And that amount of workload makes us change what we want to do and like which particular things you want to focus on or there's just stories that you go like well that's not a thing i can pay attention to nor do i think you should so yeah. we're gonna pretend it didn't happen yeah i've pretended that some space news has not happened for a lot a lot of things now <laughs> there's just been like an event that comes up and i'm just like nope I'm not. Uh, I'm not interested enough to. <laughs> yeah, you're like at capacity. And it's like, oh, yeah. that's. That well, and then you, you, you can't half-ass it either, right? Like you know, so when we're like covering some of this stuff, um, if you want to put content out there about a company or a launch or a mission or a whatever, you gotta have like some idea what you're talking about even if you're not like the expert you got to like do enough research so that you can confidently go out there and be like this is what i've observed right and so if you're just like trying to bounce from thing to thing you're just going to do everything shitty <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we're uh, I, I know i'm sort of reevaluating on on a lot of these things but there's also the point at which like as space gets more mainstream like personalities and news stories 
the things that get classified as space news grows in a way that I don't think is helpful. Like tech news is also a good example of this. The the whole mm. Theranos story, Elizabeth oh, Holmes gosh. and all that, right? Was that was that a tech story though? Like it got it got put into tech news a lot, but it's an ethics story. Right. And and that's the thing is like but should that be a thing that's like getting headlines on like TechCrunch or something? You know, it cuz tech has eaten the world in many ways. So at a certain point like everything can be a tech story, you know? Or Hillary Clinton emails a tech story? Like to some extent they were, but do they need to be in TechCrunch, you know? Like and I think space is going through that now, especially because of like culture war stuff that has come up. So people that try to be in the space news area like mm-hmm. the the amount of it's kind of like Hawaii where there's just like new ground being built every day that's sort of where space news is where there's just like new space news every day because there's like more mainstream use cases of it or more people are now aware because there's high profile personalities <laughs> and, and that yeah, part like, you like, need to like go back go back two years ago and see how many people paid attention to FAA flight uh, certification <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nobody did nobody gave a shit about what the FAA said about your rockets like yeah. now now everyone's an expert everyone knows They're like where does this FAA person live I want to know where yeah, they yeah. live I'm gonna go, how oh many employees gosh. are that's at stuff, the FAA office that stuff is like Starship is so cool and that like so much of the discourse around Starship versus the FAA is so toxic it's like <laughs> it's real bad oh, it's real yeah. bad do you run into yeah. these issues uh, no, I... You should start tweeting some hot shit at the FAA when you're doing your next launch. <laughs> that feels like a great idea. You know, with my vast resources and wealth, I'm going to start, like, taking on a government agency. Uh, no, I, I have not. I mean, it's the regulations for model rockets, the stuff that I usually fly are pretty pretty clear. And even up to, like, something that I want to do in the next two years or so is a space shot, a rocket that does, you know, a, an apogee of over 100 kilometers. Um, because... Ooh. Sorry, Ooh. hot take. Yeah. Is in space. Um, <laughs> sorry, who said that? So, um, either way, it, like the paperwork, even for that stuff, is fairly straightforward. Orbital launch is insane. I'm not going to achieve that. But like, um, a space shot is is realistic. So, like, even up to that level, the FAA stuff is not that bad. Um, he says, having not done it you know space I, shot I, I don't know joe because i was on twitter recently and uh everything i learned there leads me to believe that the faa literally just burns your application or purposely <laughs> loses it um and doesn't let you do anything fun so yeah, yeah. i think right. you wanna, I, mean, I, I would double I check those regulations <laughs> i also you know i would i'm just proposing that we bring jonathan mcdowell onto this show at some point we have him sit down with you, talk through the 80 kilometer line, and okay. honestly, like prevent future burnout. Just take 20 kilometers off, man. All right, all right, all right, all right. Let me let me walk through the reasoning of this. So, the, like the only reason that I think that 100 kilometers is space versus 80 is that 100 is a way nicer number. It is a clean division where you're like, cool. If we're gonna make it an arbitrary line, which we are already doing because it's totally continuous, it's not discrete. If we're gonna make it an arbitrary line, let's make it an even number that's like really satisfying, right? <laughs> I, okay, we don't need to get into this, but I think Jonathan McDowell's point was like, it doesn't need to be arbitrary. Orbit. I don't care about maintaining one orbit with like okay. a rod with like no axial cross section for so you have like no drag and like you can, you can orbit a rod at 80 kilometers, fine. 
but space is a hundred. I think you should just go for one fifty, just to be real clear. Just, just to be safe. So yeah. I had an idea. Um, did you? I don't know that you guys are tuned into like model rocket stuff. So Estes Rockets, the people who make like the like the popular model rocket, because mm-hmm. I was a kid. They the great new New Shepard one. Yeah, it's sixty nine dollars or it's sixty eight. I don't know. It was something unsatisfying. So it, maybe it was seventy, but. Oh no! Estes was selling it for sixty nine, and Blue Origin put it on their website for seventy. Because <laughs> Jeffy B doesn't have enough money. I was going to say uh, they. Uh, I was going to say because so. SpaceX would sell theirs for sixty nine. Is what I. Well, they got to they got to fund the lawsuit, but yeah. So they, I bought it or I pre ordered it, and I don't think that I'll actually do this. But it was enough of a meme that I was like, "This is too good to pass up. I should probably buy one." So the maximum altitude that New Shepard has ever gone is 118 kilometers. Um, what if you flew a New Shepard model higher than New Shepard? <laughs> 120 is not that much higher. Like if you're already going 100, getting to 120 is not that much harder. Um, I support like this the, project. Yeah, 100%. We will put all of our fundraising efforts behind this, which is, you know, tens of thousands, I think, collectively. It, but but it's, it's a fun idea. It's a fun idea. It's yeah. an incredible idea, and it would catch wildfire. Uh, and I think you should go for it. I think this is I a mean, think of the video title. That's, that's like the pitch for me. Is like, think the of the video New title Shepherd ever. Yeah. Yeah. I flew, I flew New Shepard higher than Blue Origin did. Honestly, if you are only looking for the meme material, you only have to go higher than 80 kilometers and beat. Virgin Galactic. Yeah, sure. that would oh, be can we get? Can we funny. find like a Branson action figure <laughs> in the New Shepard? Put him in the New Shepard. Do they have a Branson action I'm, figure? Probably. I can do some quick Google. Someone, someone has to yeah. have made that. Jeez. <laughs> oh, what do they got? Like eighty-seven kilometers. Yeah, know, beat, something like beat, that. Just beat, beat Spaceship Two. And that would be just just as funny, I think, personally. I'm, I'm finding this action. <laughs> you you do the math on the trajectory planning and how much rockets yeah, you need yeah. to strap onto the side of this thing. And if you can't make 120, your next next target is to beat 87 or whatever. We, got, we yeah. do have a question in the chat: If you would or would not stay in your designated airspace for this launch, would you? Ooh, sick would you leave your designated how, airspace? How how spicy am I allowed to get on this? All the hundred percent spicy. There aren't any shows that you should be spicier on. Yeah. I would leave my designated airspace knowingly, and then I would not terminate the flight because I'm all in it for the glory. <laughs> like, I, I cannot believe that. I, <laughs> I can 100% believe it. Why would you not okay, believe that? I can yeah. believe it. I just yeah. like can't believe it from a. Gosh, I, just I feel understand like I what you're saying. Say you're, anything. No, you're, you should definitely say it because I, uh, <laughs> I'm. I am. Uh, you know. Imagine the pilot hovering his finger over the red button, being like, uh, <laughs> "Wait, it's the meme. It's the I, uh, the two I, buttons I, meme." Yeah, right? it's the two buttons <laughs> meme. Like even down to the pilot. Be like, safe. I get fired. For, <laughs> I respect for all of the people. Yeah, who, like, job safety, flight safety. <laughs> like, just to be super clear, lots of respect for the engineers and like everyone involved. I just, I don't. I think that's a really bad thing. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's a really um, bad thing, and I think it—I think it is indicative of like a safety culture that is not healthy. 
it's, um, it's not good. It's very clearly not good. Like one bad story, and I'm like, okay, well, let's let's park the brakes and get some more information. But now there's like three or four bad stories like in a row. Yeah, it's been <laughs> consistent. Yeah, Maybe just take a step back. Confirming guys. every single one of my opinions that I've ever had about Virgin Galactic ever. So I feel <laughs> yeah. vindicated. Yeah. I am sure there's people listening that work there and I would love to talk to you. Uh, but I, the number one just, demoter. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I just, it, it is so, this has been the MO there. Like, and I'm sure it's seeped into the culture much like you were just saying, Jake, that like, these pilots probably felt like they had no choice because of the environment that is going on there. Yeah. And well, when you fire the guy, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 And, and you effectively fired him. How, what, two weeks or whatever before the flight, I forget the exact timeline, but he was like stripped of all duties before the flight. He had nothing to do with that flight. That was that far back. Yeah. yeah. So that's just, you know, you know what's going on there and that's, that's pretty awful. Well, and so the yeah. thing I was asking on Twitter, and this is to- totally wild speculation, the kind of thing you shouldn't do on Twitter, but like um, when you have... Twitter is for wild speculation. Yeah, know, like you should have very intense opinions that are like, I, literally nothing. I come down hard on people that like, that rabble rouse, like... Okay. Yeah, anyway, so... Um, the thing I was asking... Though, the is most like, okay, rabble like, rousey person of all time. But you know when I'm rabble rousing. Some you, people are, are yeah. like really sinister about it. But anyway, so uh, okay, you have go fever, which is a normal thing. Like all space flight has that, right? And we heard all of the dangers of that, especially during the shuttle era. Pack that in alongside public shareholder pressure. Bro. Like I, I've worked for a big corporate <laughs> publicly traded company, and there's one priority, and it is priority one, two, and three, and it is grow and be better than last year. Like that is the only priority, right? <laughs> can I, can I take a, a somebody made I, it for oh, us? This flight safety or job safety? <laughs> That's the album art right there. That was Jason in the uh, Discord chat. Thank you, I appreciate, Jason. I appreciate the work there. Uh, I, just to take a, a small left turn. The, the the vibe of having Stephen Colbert narrate your launch is like so weird. It's so I don't know. It just feels so weird. It's very like New York New York uh, uh, New Year's Eve ball droppy. Yeah. <laughs> and like he's cracking jokes through the whole thing, and I'm like, I don't have no a audience, lot of confidence yeah. in this. Why are we cracking jo- like? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I right. don't know. So this is the Virgin Galactic Dunk Show, it looks like. All right, all right. And just <laughs> one more time, just so we're super clear on it. Like, lots of respect for the people who work on these things. It's like, mm-hmm. these problems are almost always just management, right? Yes. It's yes. the same thing with Blue Origin and the PR. Like, it's it's not the engineers. Like, no. no one who's working on the real hardware at Blue Origin is like, yes, we want to keep pursuing this route. 100%. Um, yeah. Which is the part that stinks, because you know there's people there that are like, in their dream job, they want to do the thing they've always yeah. dreamt of doing, but they're I mean, in an environment was... where they have to make decisions that aren't, they don't believe in, right? Yeah, Collectively. Right. And that, that yeah. just, that sucks. Plenty of people at Blue Origin that enjoy their commute. I mean, they just really. It's a lot of people there. So... They, they just love it. Yeah. yeah. I really enjoy so, my commute. I've never been to Seattle, to be honest. So can't, no. can't tell if, uh, I would, it, but it's got a really nice space needle. Yeah, that's what I've heard. <laughs> that's what I've heard. I don't know. I don't know if I can go back to commute life after <laughs> six <laughs> years, seven years at home. I gotta tell you what: the, not having a commute is the best thing. 
Isn't it amazing? It's, great. it's yeah, so good. It's great. It's so, so good. Yeah. I'm worried this will turn into a no commute brag show, though, so we have to be careful. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> to ask to all the people that are listening to this on their commute. So <laughs> thank you. We appreciate you. Thanks. Sorry. <laughs> Joe, I feel like we skipped out on a conversation that I had like another question or two about, about your video frequency. Okay. I want to know more yeah. about your, like, because holy shit, I cannot imagine how much work, everything that goes into these videos collectively, every time I watch one, I'm like, this guy's doing everything, like, start to finish. Like I mentioned, from the rockets all the way through, producing a video, audio visuals like each one of these is a craft of its own that you have mastery of and i'm always shocked at like when do you do any of those particular tasks that are involved with any of these things because <laughs> i feel like uh, i couldn't put out a video a month like without having also done all of the work in the video per yeah, month i can't even i can barely put out a podcast i haven't put out a podcast in exactly a month <laughs> other than the headlines shows so like yeah that is the hardest part of it is the the engineering seems like for however straightforward the engineering seems which like okay it's not it's not crazy straightforward but it also is like if you know what you're doing it's like great there are these like six or seven steps you need to take to make something work mm -hmm. and like the reason so i spent all day just like soldering pcbs together and the reason i did that is because yesterday i made like one wrong move when trying to upload some code and it bricked a computer and I ran out of like spare computers and I was like, fine, I guess I'll do all of these now. And and so like the, the, the problem with timeline is it's all of the stuff that you don't anticipate where it's like something breaks and it actually accidentally adds four weeks to your <laughs> schedule or whatever. Um, I don't have like a, like I don't, I'm not really a YouTuber. Like I have a YouTube channel, but like a YouTuber is someone who uploads consistently or like even semi-consistently. Um, and I'm kind of just like, well, probably about time that I upload. So I guess I'll, I guess I'll start working on stuff. Um, so you're kind of just, you do the stuff that you want to do work-wise. And then at certain moments you compile what is sensible to compile at the time. Yeah, yeah. So you're just and, shooting constantly as you work, just so that you have all that in the bank. Is that kind of your model? On there? most things, yeah. On most things, I have a couple of projects that like don't get published, um, and most of those are just like, excuse me, um, like the business also sells like these retail products that are like mm -hmm, TVC yeah. kits, or um, we're working on like one or two other products and. That, so like that stuff, it's not worth shooting videos about that because it's just like, well, this is the same thing that it was, you know, a year ago. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm shooting constantly. I fill up one of these. This is like an eight terabyte hard drive. I fill up one of these. I don't know every so often. Got to buy more. And at this point, like, I wish I had brought the thing over. I have like cubic. It's like it's got to be like a half meter cubic of spinning drives of like footage and stuff like that. It's, Yikes. It's bad. Um, That's terrifying to me. Yeah. The thing about audio is nice and small. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. And we do yeah. one of these even... once a month. And that's it. Um, I'm um, hoping to be a little bit, I mean, I'm going to do myself right here, but uh, I'm hoping to be a little bit more like prolific this fall with videos. Um, 
I don't know exactly how to do that. I just have met a couple of people since moving here that I'm like, wow, you are really killing it. And it's, oh, okay, hold on. This is the follow on to my comment about me being like Boeing last fall. Um, Cause the, the, the thing that I was supposed to end that thought with is that like, I'm still building model rockets and it's important. Okay, so it's important to be safe. It's important to like, you know, not hurt yourself but you can cut a lot of corners that I'm not cutting. Um, and there are like, I, I spend like the people who do a good job doing engineering on YouTube are cutting the corners of like how it looks or, you know, things that they don't need to replicate a bunch of times. I'm being really vague about this, but it's like processes that you don't need to automate where like, mm -hmm. The, the act of writing a bunch of code to automate a process is going to take way longer than you will ever recoup. Um, so I'm trying to focus on cutting things down to the minimum viable product. It's like, I'm so mad about the grid fins on Starship, I want them to fold in, but I kind of think it's the same thing where it's like, they actually don't need to fold in and it's going to cost us more to make them fold in. Yeah. Yeah, it's that, it's that kind of mentality. It's a good mentality to have. It gets things. I, I saw a tweet about that today, where it's like the the best kept secret in productivity is to start before you're ready, right? That was yep. like the whole just thing. Start. Just start. Just yeah. Just get get moving. So okay, that's good advice. That's good advice. Remember yeah. that, and, listeners. <laughs> and like you're probably me, you're gonna hit problems either way. So like just just give it a shot. Yeah. Okay. I love it. There's also the the thing that. I'm Joe Barnard and I pretty much do whatever I want at this point in time. Like being comfortable with that is also because you can, you can, you can like pile on expectations of people that are viewing your stuff, but they like when you like what you're doing. Yeah. And if you don't like what you're doing, then why are you putting a video out? You know, I, I just mentioned I haven't done a podcast on the main podcast feed in a month because I haven't had an opinion on anything because it's just been a bunch of launches and spacewalks that have happened. And like, I'm just kind of not don't have a lot of opinions on what's going on in the world. And I try to keep the signal to noise high. And people have asked, like, where's the next show? And I'm like, sorry, sometime soon, like when there's when a thing ready. that happens. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think early on, I was not comfortable with that. And the last year or two, I've been more comfortable with that. I'm like, this is the rate I have the other the other Miko headline show that I do once a week. If you want to hear like all the things that are happening, but other than that, like I'm keeping this signal noise high, and I can only imagine with your, what you just described as your process of like shooting everything that you're working on, you know, of, of this particular column of work that you do. That same thing of like, you know, you started that project in August 2020, and then you were like, didn't have fun with that, so I'll maybe get back to it at some point. Because I don't know, yeah. like when you put that project down, did you think that you were going to get back to it ever? Or did you just consider that like a canceled project? I genuinely don't know. Um, I don't know. I kind of think like I kept everything. I kept the vehicle like re and it didn't change. It was ready to fly. Like it didn't hit a, take a lot of damage when it hit the front. <laughs> It slammed down. Like percentage-wise, it must be like one percent of the possible area that it could have slammed down <laughs> is concrete, and it hit the concrete anyway. Uh, but it, it that was have, after like, the part of the video when you were like, "It will, it will hit softly. Like it won't, it won't hit that hard." It's like the one part that is not grass. But 
but yeah, I didn't know if I was going to fly it again. I just sort of tabled it. I didn't delete the footage, obviously. Uh, and I was like, maybe I'll get around to it at some point. So my buddy, uh, Joey came to town. His name is also Joe, but he came to town and I was like, we should do something fun while he's here. So naturally I bought a bunch of fireworks, which I did not publish on the channel because I was not sure about the legality of that, but, uh, <laughs> but a bunch of fireworks. And, uh, and then I got that rocket ready to try and fly again. For legal reasons, I've never set off fireworks that I shouldn't have. <laughs> yeah, that's another, right. I don't really understand where we're at with firework uh, legislation because like, I, I can buy a lot of them in New Jersey now and that changed recently. Okay, and, and Although I can I buy can, weed in New Jersey now too though. So I can't keep track of firework what. legislation in Canada where we're like much more homogenous. In the United States, every 10 minutes, the laws change. So I can't even imagine trying yeah. to keep track of where you're allowed to buy, fly, and sell those <laughs> things. Like, oh my goodness. California really does not like fireworks. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, I can imagine. When yeah. Think of a couple of reasons why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I, I can't think of any reasons why. I mean, it's not like, you know. <laughs> It's not like there's any risk of starting a fire. <laughs> Where are we at, Jake? Are we doing? Are, is it picks time? I think it's probably picks time. Yeah, picks and picks and uh, plugs. Picks and plugs. That's the new end of the thing. Picks right? and plugs. You didn't do a terminal count? No, I didn't. We got to get back to that. Yeah, we probably do. Um, yeah. Jake used to do this thing called terminal count, where you'd come up with like a ten question lightning round. Yeah. Uh, always spicy and hilarious and i it's my favorite thing that we've ever done and we've done it like three times <laughs> i mean let's do it i mean you can come up with them on the spot i don't think you know because they're always written they're like it's like a no, pre-written bit you need to focus on them. i'm not that funny in real time <laughs> i need to i need to workshop it like people, yeah, i write right. a, i write 100 questions and pick the best 10 and you know so yeah Okay, well, now that I know that you love it so much, I don't think I realize how much you loved it. So I will. I loved it. Yeah, it's was, it was great. Maybe when my life freaking stable. Yeah, you can wait a month or two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me let's do a quick plug real quick. Um, our our space podcasting friends who should be on the show sometime in the near future once we sort things out over at Relay FM. Uh, they so there's the show liftoff over at relay fm that's jason snell and stephen hackett stephen hackett runs relay fm with mike hurley they do a fundraiser every september for saint jude the child it's like childhood cancer awareness month i believe uh which is topical because inspiration four is taking off in like two weeks uh, there's a heck of a lot of saint jude happening right now there's a lot of saint jude mm -hmm. happening but they run a fundraiser every september and it's super rad and i would recommend everyone checking out relay fm uh Search in your podcast app, throw it in Google, get to Liftoff Relay FM somehow, listen to one of their shows, they'll talk about it. I just want to point everyone there because it's a super rad thing that they do. Hundreds of thousands of dollars they raise every single September. And I was wondering if Inspiration 4 was like targeted for September for that particular reason or did it just happen to be? Seems like a really good yeah. chance that they targeted the middle of how much, September. How much control do they have over that? Because yeah. <laughs> that was also really sticky of a schedule here. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, they also did get a McDonald's Play Place installed in a dragon. So I was going to bring that up. That, did you see the, the that was, pictures of that? That was a great tweet, by the way. That was really funny. <laughs> did you see the picture of it, man? It's a great, yeah. great picture. It does look like it. That thing is bonkers. Yeah. That's yeah, going to okay. be awesome. Uh, so anyway, that's a good transition because I have a pick, Jake. Okay. Uh, it is the new podcast from Axios called How It Happened. 
with past off nominal guest Miriam Kramer. Miriam Kramer, that's right. I uh, listened yeah. to these this morning. She's doing a whole podcast series on uh, Inspiration Four. Talk to all of the members, doing like this run up to the launch, probably through the launch. I really enjoyed it. It was like a deep dive on the astronauts that are going. I guess that's also a hot take. If they're astronauts or not, Joey probably has a hot take about that. <laughs> I do not, actually. I don't okay. care. <laughs> yeah. You I just don't care, care. I don't for care things that, that, manage, that, that impact your work somehow. Is that really the... No, no I, I just don't. I don't even give a shit. Like, <laughs> you go to space or you don't. It's it's fine. I don't know who's an astronaut and who's, who's not. <laughs> they're all well, going higher than I'm going, so that's... Uh... It yeah. is a... It was a great listen. I really enjoyed it. There was some really good stuff that I didn't like. Jared Isaacman was talking about how the opportunity even came about. He was trying to invest in SpaceX, apparently, and then like offhandedly mentioned, I would like to be a customer someday, and they sold him a space mission, <laughs> which is hilarious. <laughs> so definitely take a listen. It's awesome. Selling a space mission is the much better thing because you still get money, but you don't have to give any of your company back. Yep. <laughs> it's, yeah. a, it's a much better deal for SpaceX. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just waste a second stage and a dragon trunk. That's it. Yeah, not, not a big deal. Get everything all. else back. Yeah. Okay. And you awesome. make a sweet McDonald's play place. <laughs> so. so funny. <laughs> Which they can reuse for uh, another mission, I guess, right? Yeah. 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 And then it'll be like a real McDonald's play place where we're going to have some other kid's snot on it. It's <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Are those banned during COVID? They must be, right? Anyway. McDonald's play places? Oh. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, what does Chuck all... E. Cheese do during COVID? Uh, interestingly, I th- talked about this earlier today. Uh, there was a Chuck E. Cheese <laughs> in West Philadelphia that uh, hit the news last year because somebody was Born on like, DoorDash. Yeah. yeah, you know it. Somebody was on like DoorDash or Uber Eats or one of those, and they ordered pizza from a place that they thought was the locally named joint. I forget what the name of the pizza place was, and it showed up in a Chuck E. Cheese box. And uh, then they called Are they their a ghost driver. Now? Yes, yes. Chuck E. Cheese was selling pizza under a different brand name, and then sent it out to people's houses. Uh, so that's what they're doing during COVID: is they're doing ghost kitchen on like DoorDash or whatever. It. Yeah, so the West well, Philly Chuck well E. Cheese, you can well uh, get some pizza. I should have ordered for dinner tonight, but I didn't. Oh, yeah, it was I, Pasquale's. That's what it was. Yeah. I really enjoyed that story. That was a great story. Yeah. No. Anyway, that was my pick. All right. <laughs> Both Axios, how it happened, and Chuck E. Cheese in West Philly. <laughs> uh, so I have a pick that probably everybody knows. This is not like a, a shiny new thing, but I've been really into the National Hurricane Center website. <laughs> and as, is, as are we all, yes. This is what kind of a geek I am. Um, but as I mentioned, I am. Uh, this is the, probably the last show I do in Canada for a while because I am relocating on a bit of an adventure to Mexico to uh, try and uh, live a, a more, less burnouty life. So uh, the great thing about Mexico is that it is warm the less great thing is that hurricanes hit it sometimes. So I have been staring at this website and it's great because it has like all of your favorite goes satellite imagery, Anthony. Thank you. you. Know, I, know, I know you love the goes satellites. Um, but uh, yeah. And then you get to look at all these pretty cool, like forecasts where they're telling you which way they're going and they get these nice cones. And 
I'm learning everything about her. I, I grew up in the middle of the, the Canadian prairie, so I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I guess you have no idea about, hurricanes. about hurricanes. I have like just no clue. Like I'm just like, wow. how big is the storm? Rain? What is that? You know, like <laughs> but uh yeah, so um it's been really fun for me. So uh I encourage everyone to check it out because you can actually get a lot of pretty good information from here. That's my pick. National Hurricane Center. Shout out to Noah. Shout out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you been following you should get on you are you on eric Berger's uh weather beat as well? <laughs> yeah I, I gotta get more into that we um, had we had so many in the discord this past week that just found out that eric Berger's space reporter was the same as eric Berger weather reporter like they just discovered this i didn't know that yeah <laughs> <laughs> well wait what <laughs> yeah but it, no, but it was guy. even funnier because they, they knew about Eric Berger, space reporter, and they knew about yeah, Eric yeah. Berger, meteorologist, and they didn't know it was the same person. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Joe's mind is blown right now. Yeah. All right. We're, we're... I mean, I don't know. Oh, Eric it was Berger Adrian. Like... Adrian. It was Adrian, the spreadsheet yeah. guy. We found who, another uh... one of the 10,000. This is yeah. great. Yeah, like... yeah. Wow. What a, what a day, huh? <laughs> yeah. It's a big weather guy. Joey, Joe, do you have a pick of any variety? What is, what is a pick? Just a thing you recommend, something you've been enjoying lately, anything like you've been listening to while you're working. Yes. Yeah. Websites, movies, uh, podcasts, YouTube okay. channels, uh, social media pick. accounts, favorite uh, space merchandise t-shirts that you've uh, enjoyed recently. <laughs> can, I, can, I, can I have two picks? Yeah, you, you can, can have, have as many, many as, you as you want. There's no rules here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, hold on. Tyler's what asking if we brief guests on what picks are or not, and I think we did, but it might have been via email that I don't know that Joe saw, so it's okay. Uh, okay, one is my favorite song, um, which is Edamame by BBNO Dollar Sign, which is Baby No Money. Uh, so it's a banger. It's the lyrics are insane, and you can't understand any of it. But it, this it, like, sounds like some so Gen Z hard. stuff that I don't. It know is about. great. It's totally say the Gen artist again. E B B B N O N Z N O the letter O shift dollar sign dollar sign four N I think he just rooted my iPhone. Okay, so that's a great song. And then my second pick is like a legitimate thing that you should actually do. Don't look at that song. But the second one, all right, cool. The second one is by my I think my favorite author, who's Adam Grant. Um, and it's called Think Again, The Power of Knowing What You Don't Know. Um, so he makes, my favorite book by him is called Originals, which is about like creativity. And there's one about, um, there's one called Give and Take, which is about like people who are like naturally generous or naturally like try to do reciprocity is like a really mechanical thing. Um, it's very interesting. He's a, he's like a social psychologist. Um, mm -hmm. Anyway, he's got a new book called Think Again, which is about like how the people who are like, who continue to succeed are people who are like continuously question their own beliefs. Um, it's really interesting. Well, yeah. Anyway, I, I listened to that that's... a lot today. I had a, a boss in my old corporate life who swore by Adam Grant. He's like, that was like, Adam Grant was his personal business philosophy. It's like, it was his. His, uh, his North Star was do what Adam Grant would do. So. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's great to have like one North Star, but Adam Grant is not a bad <laughs> one to pick if you're going to pick one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Mine is you, yeah. Joe. Is that My, acceptable? Oh, really? Yeah. You got to pick a better North Star, man. 
<laughs> Have you seen that milk video? <laughs> we didn't talk about that. I didn't milk. talk about milk at all. Yeah. Wait, can I tell you? Can I tell you something? So, yeah. so I have a beer today, right? But I, I was like 45, 65 on uh, debating if I should do this other thing, which was a milk-based drink. Um, and so, when I was in college, how much of a story can I tell here? As long of a story as you want. We can go another hour if it's that long of a story. When I was a was I was if you're one of my parents, turn off the podcast. <laughs> when I was in college. Um, there was this terrible class. Um, it, the class was so bad that I actually failed it, but I didn't fail it because I did poorly. I failed it because the teacher didn't get my exam in his inbox. Like he didn't see my email in his inbox and then he didn't think to check and he just failed me. Uh, <laughs> and it was like two weeks of like talking with the dean to like get it to a B plus. But um, okay, now your parents should turn off the podcast. They should hear that yeah, story because yeah. they probably don't oh, believe they you. Know that story. They just don't know the following okay. <laughs> <laughs> which is that uh, we knew this class was really bad. I had it with a couple of friends, and at one point we were like, we should go to this class in an altered state, um, and uh, to achieve that altered state, you have to have like a couple of drinks, and. We didn't like have a lot in our apartment. We had three different liquids. One of them was water, like just Boston tap water. One of them was uh, five o'clock vodka. And I looked it up in preparation for this. Five o'clock vodka, it, you can get a handle of it for $13. It is. <laughs> That's a brand. It is, oh, it's the good stuff yeah. then. Okay. Yeah, if you look yeah. it up, like you'll, you'll see it. Uh, it's terrible. Like it's totally like super thin plastic. You know, it's it's really bad. Um, so you don't want to drink it straight. And then the third one was milk. Like I had milk in the fridge. And so uh, the drink that I was going to make, I made up when I was in college. And it was out of necessity to like get into an altered state before this class. I, we called it a farmer's boy. And it's uh, like one shot of vodka, one shot of like really shitty vodka. <laughs> and then like four or five shots of milk. <laughs> shots called of a farmer's milk. boy. Did you pour the milk into the shot glass and do like? Yeah, yeah, Did it curdle? I messed up if you don't. Um, no, it didn't curdle. Um, it's it wasn't good. I mean, it, it was very bad. But I was like, yeah. this is a funny enough thing that like I could almost do it for the show. Yeah, you do it. But for the story. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, this five anyway. o'clock stuff, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking we at their, another... their gin. Looks like milk. Like, did you find just, it? Yeah, five o'clock. <laughs> There it is. We, a, we did another drink with the with the water, and it's just water va- watered down vodka. And I can't repeat the name of that on on the air. But it's, it's when you were in college, like the 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 bar for what is a good drink is extremely low. You're just looking for utility. Yeah. At a certain yeah. point, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> it's it's funny. So in 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 Western Canada, we have this drink called a paralyzer, and I grew up with it, and it's very normal. And then every time I leave Western Canada and ask for it, everyone's like, "Are you kidding me? You drink that?" But it has milk in it because of the uh, well, it's a creamy drink. So you basically like you put because uh, of big milk. Well, yeah, probably the dairy, um, big dairy, yeah. a bit of vodka, especially up in of... Canada. They're pretty hardcore. <laughs> we were very hardcore <laughs> about milk. Um, a little bit of vodka, a little bit of Kahlua. And then uh, Coke, ice, and then you put the milk, you pour the milk very the milk slowly. Ra- you pour the milk very slowly 
like cascading over an ice cube to like really chill it as it enters the drink. And because it gets cold enough, it won't curdle. If you do it right, it doesn't curdle. And then you like make this nice, it like cascades down like a, like a milk rain into the drink and it's delicious. It's like a coffee drink. What if, what if hear me out? You just didn't put the milk in. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Sounds like a lot of work. This also sounds like you need a special kind of ice cube to do that. Like you need a fancy cocktail ice cube to do that. Which is hilarious. (laughs) You asked for that in a bar in Calgary and no one will bat an eye. Let me just tell you that. They'll make a great one for you. So, Oh, and someone dug up the tweet where I made it too. Yeah, so there's a video we can show you later. A video of me making. Um, but anyway, so that was that reminded me of that. But. If you asked me to write down what the paralyzer was, I would never write that collection of things <laughs> down ever. I feel like the paralyzer would just be like you combine four loco and fireball or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, four loco, I forget that that exists. Yeah, I don't I know. Had one. I, I I would like to have one at some point, like like a proper original Four loco with the caffeine and the alcohol. Uh, oh yeah, they discontinued that. Oh yeah, right. no, they're yeah. gone. Oh, Man. There's variants, but we know. used to have something. What was it called? Oh my god, it was um, it was the same sort of thing. It had vodka in it, and it had like Red Bull. It was like taurine, and it was all mixed together in one can. And they sold it for like ten minutes before it was illegal. And like it just really messed you up because it was like, and they they made the 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 same drink illegal. Like you couldn't sell um, uh, a Red Bull and alcohol together, like a Jager bomb, right? You couldn't sell yeah. them together in a bar. You can't. Well, you can't here in Canada. Um, they'll they'll sell you one separately, and you mix it yourself if you want to take. Yeah, it I was gonna say, you can just go up and order the one. Bar won't and go up and order. Right? And the same one? thing is like they couldn't do it in a stupid <laughs> can because it was awful. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a heart attack in a can, but anyway. Anyway. Uh, we missed the plugs lesson, yeah. portion. Joe, people have heard about your videos off and on here, but I would like if you, if someone has not experienced a yeah, Joe no. if they, video. If they've listened to you for the last hour talk yeah. about your work and they've never actually heard of you. Yeah, what what, you what's with? your pitch on this? <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, so I am at the YouTube channel, bps.space. Um, if you look at BPS, it will probably come up. I make uh, model rockets that are super advanced. Um, they don't just use fins. They use little guidance computers that like they steer themselves and GPS and all of that stuff. Um, you should check it out because it's great and you won't regret it. Here's here's me talking about one. This is my um, favorite part too. Here, I got I got to hit the, <laughs> um, hit the audio. So I named the rocket Shrek because I watched Shrek the musical. It's a good musical, by the way. At this point, so uh, that rocket, I named it Shrek. Each E stands for one stage, so it's a three-stage rocket. This is the. T- this is you gotta watch this video. Who is yeah, it's just I mean that it really goes with the thing of like I do whatever I want at this point, so I named it Shrek. <laughs> Um, but yeah, if, if you want to follow what I do, um, BPS based, the YouTube channel is a great place. And also I'm, uh, I, I too active on Twitter, uh, at Joe Barnard. Uh, I tweet a lot about half of it is nonsense. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty much it. There's, well, no, there's you, you, you're a recently sprouted, uh, launch photographer as well. Oh my gosh, you should see. I have a gorgeous shot. Yeah, so, so you'll have to, legally speaking, you will have to follow me on Twitter in order to see this shot. Uh, but I have a really good shot of the Firefly uh, <laughs> uh, launch anomaly on my Twitter. Once again, at Joe Barnard. Um, yeah. It's it's 
I mean, the resolution is great. The dynamic yeah. changes. There's, There's a so lot of other detail. people yeah. who are yeah. in Lompoc, like shooting this video off a hillside. Right, but... right. But I got it from LA better than anyone mm-hmm. else. There were a lot of uh, yeah. unanswered questions after everyone looked at the NSF footage. <laughs> and so when they pulled up yours, they were able to answer that. <laughs> oh, I see what happened here. That definitely I was can't an FTS. We didn't talk at all about the Firefly thing or the Astra. We did a little bit. But... <laughs> yeah. Oh, the Astra thing. Let's do a quick Astra hit. Uh... Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I would like I have a couple questions that maybe Joe can answer but let's hear your Astra take here's my soapbox uh, <laughs> you can, cancel me if you have to <laughs> the GNC for that is not that impressive uh, like I am not that Im- I am not as impressed as a lot of people are I feel like there's a lot of takes on this that it's like wow the GNC is amazingly impressive on this if you're measuring your thrust by just like taking your acceleration and your known mass, which will like change a little bit with your burn rate because you have one engine now, but not meaningfully. Like that's just how a guidance system should work. It's not some amazing feat that you can guide a rocket with one engine out because you'll just have like, even if you don't have an integrator term, you have a steady state error that like clearly you're going to drift out. Thank God the engine was out in the direction of not the pad, but like, Otherwise, I don't think it's that impressive. I'm not trying to, like, shit on Astra, but I just, like, I can, I can, I, 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 like, know how that stuff works, and it's... You're not buying the hype. You're not buying the Twitter hype. It, it would absolutely be able to keep itself upright in any, like, respectable guidance system. But, but it is impressive. It is impressive from a meme potential oh my god <laughs> this rocket power slide purely sideways perspective like that twr is exactly one <laughs> yeah. i have a question i have a serious question yeah um how far sideways can you fly before you have to trigger the flight termination system okay so this is another discussion that i had with a bunch of friends because why was that uh, shit still allowed to to drift like that direction is... for a long time until they were like well it'll go up eventually like I mean, it was traveling in the right direction, right? For travel, it was going down range, wasn't it? I don't know. Was it? I guess it was. I disagree with some of my friends on this, but like, if I am on, if I'm the person on the FTS button, I am letting that thing go exactly as far as it went. Um, Oh, I probably wouldn't hit the button either. I just am honestly serious about like that's a valid direction. <laughs> like that's a valid it depends on the direction. <laughs> depends on the direction. If yeah, it's I guess going if, inland, if, it's, if it is if going, if you're doing right that going inland, like kill it immediately. Like if you, if it, if it left the pad in the direction it went and then it started like turning around to go inland, like goodbye. Or if you uh, saw like any degree of tilt, like it was going to go off in a different direction or something. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did you see where, um, so it wasn't, 3.1 it was like rocket 3.0 or something the one that oscillated a bunch um before it exploded like 30 seconds in i don't know if you ever saw where the impact was but that thing went north like it went north and inland uh a little bit and that was definitely like an fts not great thing um but for certified fts not great thing <laughs> yeah but for Joe 3. B. Or whatever they just did um like how far is it allowed to drift i think it's totally at the discretion of knowing that like well we know it's drifting out toward the ocean so even if it were to like 
even if it were to hover like that until a full depletion, it's not going to go anywhere. It harmful. went full Nauka and just ran to depletion. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there have been too many waxing stories. We can't harmful. even cover them all. We can't, yeah. And I think this is, this is my argument of like, like AFTS is good, especially if you have a proven vehicle. But if you have an unproven vehicle, like I, I imagine it's a total, it, it, we know that like the, the military is the one who terminated the Firefly flight, which is like they terminated it later than they should have if they had an automated system. But like you can learn a lot from those few seconds of non-termination where you see how your system behaves in an yeah, incredibly yeah, yeah. strenuous yeah, like Firefly got a lot of good data, I bet. Like you see that flip, man? That was insane. Yeah. Their vehicle held together. Yeah. They were supersonic. <laughs> My yeah. gosh. Mad props. Mad props indeed. Yeah. Um but from yeah. a from a from a guidance perspective, like it it's you can learn a lot of interesting things about how their guidance works. Uh from seeing like the flight profile that it seemingly tries to fly and like, I don't know. It was very interesting. And also I like hyperventilated when it left the pad and tipped over. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but like I, if you guys were watching, like I assumed you like freaked out when it did that. So I, I missed this launch. Like I was just, I was busy wrapped up in something and I was like, I went back and I like sat on my couch. I'm like, well, I'm all done now. Better check in on that Astro launch. And I like went into the Discord and people were like, uh, what is happening? And I was like, I'm like, oh, is this supposed to be weird? And I just remember I was watching it and my wife was watching it too. And she doesn't like, she's not a space person, but she sees some of the launches and she's like, I don't, I don't think that's right. I'm like, it's definitely not right. <laughs> Um, and then immediately it's like, oh, this is gonna this is gonna crash and blow up immediately, and then it just, right. it just you're like, this is gonna fall back, hit the ground, or or like, thank God like, the fence had an opening. True. <laughs> 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 yeah, there's so Man. many things. Thank God. The and then it's, the, the the biggest meme for me is is they like they like shoot the gap through the opening in the fence, going no TWR, totally sideways and. <laughs> And the narrator is like, "Well, our next objective is Max Q." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The, back to the webcast being really interesting ideas lately. That one was particularly good because there was You're not wrong. But how did they not? If if Jake and I were webcasting that, like, we would have made noises at least. There would have been like, yeah. oh, oh, oh. I'm pretty oh. sure you can hear it. I'm pretty sure you can hear someone when it tips go. <gasps> like if you listen close, I think you can. I legit think you can hear it. That's you need, you need the to entire like, control room. You got to put the filter on to get the sub sounds like you need for Firefly, where they call abort at T minus three. Is that the one? <laughs> Dude, we got to talk about that. We have to talk about. Let's that. Let's go. We're still going. The T minus three abort conspiracy. That's what we need to talk about. That is, in I think that's indicative of one of two things. Either it's a really loose comms net, and like <laughs> it, it clearly is a loose comms net. I, title. I, I want to emphasize before I say any of this, I build model rockets. Like I should not be taken seriously, but your comms etiquette should be way tighter than that. Like you shouldn't be talking about fires on the pad in the main loop while the vehicle is flying. No, um, <laughs> no you nothing's on fire. Is anything on fire? Nothing's on fire. Yeah. Like you should, it's uh, not the right. And, and you also shouldn't that. sound shocked. <laughs> Right. If that is going out to the public. Don't be shocked that nothing's on fire. And didn't sucks. that part sound like it was like he was kind of like, 
uh, I just ran out there. Everything's all good. Didn't see any fires. <laughs> like, you know? it's like, no, man. We <laughs> just got just back in. It's all good. Um, yeah, that was pretty fun. But I think it's it's either one of two things, and I think it's probably number one. So number one is either it's a loose comms net and he's like, here is the criteria for abort and or something to that effect where it's like not an actual abort, but he's talking about something in reference to an abort. And like, hey, the engine's out. Should I abort? <laughs> yeah. Uh, or it's an actual A red light turned on someone... in my console that says I'm going to go out of my FAA flight space. Should I, uh, my airspace, should I? Right. Or, or it's someone calling an actual abort. And this is the thing that I don't think it is. It's someone calling an actual abort and then the vehicle not aborting, which is like, I doubt it. They've had that thing out at the pad for a year. Like they've had time to rehearse things. I doubt it. We'll I'm never right. find out. But, yeah. Right we'll never know. <laughs> we'll actually never know. <laughs> yeah. But if yeah. you are on that comms net, let us know. Hit us up. For sure. I, I'm enjoying the uh the like the round robin of of weird space things that we've had to just like drum up some theories on. This has been a good episode mm-hmm. for that. I'm I'm happy with that. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah, I feel, do you think I there feel was, better. Do you think there was an engine out? I've heard some some theories that like twenty or thirty seconds into the flight they had an engine out. I mean, I also seems saw plausible. the Scott Manley tweet, and uh, yeah, <laughs> it looks like an engine. It seems out. plausible, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they should use that uh, Aerojet Rocketdyne engine that they signed a deal with. That sounds that seemed like a great idea from the start. Did right? they buy one? No, they just signed like a deal last IAC, and it was made me kind of mad. It's not the AR1, right? <laughs> That's what they signed a deal for, but who knows what they're going to do with that. I remember Whoa. how mad you were about that. I'm so angry. We, they had a press conference, and we went to this press conference at IEC, mm-hmm. and there was like 11 people at the press conference. And so they they announced this thing, and they opened it up for questions. And Anthony's like, he's looking around because he's like, I can't be the first person to ask I waited for Jeff Faust. I'm, I waited I'm a for podcaster. Stephen Clark. Jeff Faust has to answer ask a question for yeah. and then like, he, they did it and so he me and my fan him. blog i can't be uh yeah. can't be jumping Wait, in so what did jump you up. what did you ask <laughs> oh i don't remember God, i asked him knows, yeah. i asked him i don't know i asked this i asked a question and then i waited for everyone else to not raise their hands again and i just raised my hand again and asked some more questions <laughs> and then just became it was me along asking the lines questions. of like what is this for? <laughs> yeah, I think, I think the the traditional media was uh pretty flummoxed by what was happening was that the same one, Jake, where they were like pitching us a new space conference? That's a different one, right? It was in the same room, but it was like, yeah, was, the next was one right after thing. that was when they were like, you have to come to the Ascend. Space we got conference. like timeshare pitched on a space conference yeah, by way like of the, Tori yeah, Bruno. There's, there's, there, we do not need more space conferences. It was it's really weird. Good. It was recently yeah. departed from Blue Origin, Rob Meyerson and Tori Bruno pitching us on a... And, uh, Mary it was, Lynn did it was the right? coalition for deep space exploration yeah. conference yeah it was conference. a weird yeah, that was a weird moment was, but no so. the firefly one was totally different but it, yeah. it was right after they signed this deal with aerojet and i was kind of mad about it and, <laughs> but wait, does, okay so does anyone know like what the state of ar1 is because i i'm wondering what it's like to be tori bruno to have no engines to be like significantly behind schedule and like be mad about not having ar1 so like what is but they, hold they on, say isn't, they isn't, still... the, isn't the hot take that like B4 is behind schedule, but not that far behind schedule and probably less far behind schedule than AR1 would be? Like, That's, isn't that the that was the most recent line. Was that like, oh, no, no, no. AR1, we'd still be behind. Did my camera die? What's happening here? Yeah, you're I gone. We can yeah. hear you, though. 
I can hear you. You look great. Um, <laughs> you look I skeptical. Look <laughs> it's perfect. It's a perfect <laughs> Anthony word. I, I, I mean, any any program what is behind schedule. With that? Like, yeah, yeah. Um, but well, when I, was Vulcan supposed to fly? Like this fall? That was like the original. I think so, and it'll definitely be 2022. Well, don't say definitely, but okay, looks like well, it. Pending some serious errors. <laughs> what happened to my camera? <laughs> I don't know, man. And now, oh, I'm on this side camera now. Look at this. What is happening? Am I back? I'm still not back. No, you're not back. <laughs> I'm going to be this stationary image for the rest of the show. So. Yeah, that looks great, man. That's yeah. a good look for you. Yeah, it's good. That's good. Can you bring up a, a, so, a browser window? Can you like show what us is, other things? So, so, okay, hold on. While we're doing this, so what does Firefly want AR1 for? Uh, I think I think they didn't. I think what they had to do was accept AR one, and because here I'm going to use my my shitty webcam here, straight out of the monitor. Um, they didn't want AR one. They what they wanted was uh, expertise on whatever their other engine was up to. Like maybe they wanted some engine help, okay. and they signed a deal for you know working on. Reavers and whatever else they were working on, and then also what? Airjet was like, "Okay, but you got to use, you got to use Air One for something." And they were like, "We'll use it on Beta. We'll use it on the next one." God, uh, that's odd. Because isn't Firefly like? Isn't most of their engine design or booster design Ukrainian? That's the whole thing about Firefly. They're really yeah. wrapped up in this whole the Polyakov guy. Well, right? so the... man, we're really doing a post picks show. I love this. <laughs> People are going to be like, Pix, this I is love, great. We're done. If, and we're if like, there's one thing I love. It's funding my booster with like <laughs> Russian dating websites. <laughs> so that's the thing is that they got they got removed on uh, or Max Polyakov and and some related individuals were removed from the Firefly website recently, and they did a funding round to like further dilute their shares, so that they are no longer um, mm. majority owners. They're, there was some drama where like the Department of Defense was not thrilled with that arrangement. They were not thrilled with whatever came out of that Snopes investigation of like how shady Max Polyakov is. And and I think I think uh, Ukrainian dating sites is like a generous description. Yeah, of, yeah, of what was going on there. <laughs> uh but he he is like I found it weird with the webcast cuz he had been like organizationally ousted from what I could tell from the outside and what little I knew from the inside from like various little birdies. But then they were talking about him during the webcast and the new sphere logo was up on the, on the, on the rocket last night. So mm -hmm. the last six months I've been convinced that they've been like cut off and they were just marginally involved. But then last night it seemed like they were back in the driver's seat. So mm. not sure what's going on there. Hmm. But it's not a that's not a great arrangement, I would say, for for what they're trying to do long term. Interesting. Right, there's the take. There's the take. Much yeah. to consider. Okay, so that's what Joe's working on. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah for sure. Is that where we start? <laughs> all right, all right. Well, uh, what are you uh, working on, Jake? <laughs> Jeez. Oh, man. Well, so, yeah, as I'm working on moving to Mexico next week. Um, so that is... Uh, where where in Mexico? Are you allowed to say? Uh, yeah, I'm moving to um, a place in the Yucatan Peninsula. Oh, this is this nice picture of Anthony. I'm back. Um, yeah, it's not far from Cancun. So it's like uh, a, place, a city called Merida, which is 
um, lovely, beautiful city. It's where the the dinosaurs got killed. Yeah, it's right in the middle of Chicxulub <laughs> Crater. Like, it's it's geology mecca, which I'm pretty excited. Yeah. About. Um, I I'm hoping I'm hoping that I can drive 30 minutes north to Progresso Beach, right on the top of the peninsula, and watch Starship go to orbit. That's kind of what I'm hoping. I'll be oh, able to cool! See. Yeah. Yeah. So that's uh, I, I'm I hoping that, you'll that be able to get into the country by then, to be frank, but uh, I'll <laughs> accept that as well. Well, Matt, I don't know how many more vaccines I can get. We'll see if they'll. If they'll <laughs> yeah, you're, sir, you're triple dosed up. I'm triple dosed. Are, you, now, are so. you number three? I'm three, baby. Oh, man, he's falling. And he so, got like yeah, a, nice. a mix. He got like two RNAs and one regular one. Yeah, I got an AstraZeneca and double Moderna. So I got you got the B team I, of all. I really the wanted to get Pfizer and collect the whole set, but they yeah. wouldn't let me. So yeah, yeah. No, you got to collect yeah. them all for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's like Pokemon, right? <laughs> um, and then uh, yeah, so I, I I'm leaving next week, and then hopefully uh, once I finally get there, that's like the end of my two year journey to cure my burnout is to is to change my life, and so hopefully then I can start working on real projects again because uh, I have a bunch of stuff on the back burner as we all do. Um, and go from there. And otherwise, I've been like making mad joke T-shirts that have been doing pretty well. Yeah, you've been and, merchandising. And Joe, can, we, can, can we talk about? Yeah, can we talk about your T-shirts for a sec? So <laughs> the uh, immensely whatever and incredibly whatever. Um, sorry, <laughs> immensely complex and incredibly high risk. That shirt, I I wore it extremely proudly in that video. Like intentionally, <laughs> intentionally, I was like, this needs to be repped. Uh, between that, the NASA Comic Sans logo. So I, I have a friend who works at NASA, and she was like, like, like I walked out of a room into the room that she was in, and she like visibly retched at the, the NASA <laughs> Comic Sans logo. Yeah, I. So I. The, my funniest story with that one is that. Um, so if you remember when when in the old administration there was the. Uh, 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 the Jim Bridenstine was the administrator and the director of comms was uh, Bettina Inclan, right? And she saw that tweet and she messaged me and she's like, what are you doing? Like, you can't, you can't. No, 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 no. She DM'd off nominal and said, who did this? Yeah, who did this? <laughs> 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 and 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 because you know she had met the designer or whatever and she's like yeah, they would not like this at all and i'm like well that's what it is and so then that was and then he shirt. died the next week yeah he died oh i, I so i wore it on the day that it was announced and i felt deeply bad about yeah, it yeah i, I, I was like, like this is i'm a bad person for this. <laughs> I, think, I didn't mean to it just i think he would have understood what was going on there and he would have hat tipped to yeah the reference yeah. yeah i like to think of it as an homage because the nasa worm has that sort of uh a place in our hearts where it is loved and hated all at the same time and that is its legacy it must always it should always be contentious. <laughs> I think it's hated by exactly one person, and that person is the one who canceled the usage of the NASA worm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think everyone else is just fine. Okay. All right. All right. Moving on, though. So then I also have the I have the Mars 2020 parachute shirt, which is great. You've got uh, like sure. all my shirts. It's I love that. Yeah. I mean, you can check your records. Like it's it's all. It's I got them. And, all, you, and you're wearing Delta Yeet right now. Delta Yeet. This one's yeah. great. Um, this one is starting to disintegrate because I've washed it a bunch, so like I'm probably gonna get a new one. Um, right. Send them. What some are the shirts, other ones Jake. that I have? Sake. Just send them some shirts. I know I need to send them. 
<laughs> they're great shirts, though. They're comfy too. Yeah. Yeah, I like them. But yeah, this this uh, immensely complex one is hilarious because it went it went kind of viral um, because a bunch of people posted it on Reddit, um, so like the SpaceX Reddits and stuff. And so there are these like scammers that go around and they search for they search for tweets and they search for Reddit posts that are like you know people that are that say, oh my god, I need this on a shirt. You know, like that comment we see everywhere. They like find that thing. Then they go to the picture and they steal the picture and they throw up a shop. And so yeah. overnight, like there are now, if you like, if you want to buy this shirt, I would really appreciate that. Do not <laughs> Google it. Do not Google it. Go only Direct to the links source. that you see on our websites because there are just <laughs> dozens and dozens and dozens of scammers that have put it up now. So if you if you Google, like do a Google image search for immensely complex and high risk uh, and you will see just it's, hundreds of well, it's 100 not jake all those all those it's links. unbelievable i could I, I i reported a few of them and then i just gave up and the crazy it's thing not is, worth your time wait yeah. tell them about the one that you found with the with joe's name in it too yeah and and i think because <laughs> your, tweet, your tweet had the the thing and so they they're just like it's bots and they're just pulling the text and so the thing was posted as we martians joe barnard Immensely complex T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> that was what you had to buy. So, I have no involvement in that shirt. It's so funny. Yeah, are you getting commissions on that one, Joe? Like, what's, how's that? Yeah, work? Man, you what, getting kickbacks? Where, where, Jake, where's the kickback, man? Yeah, thanks for thanks Jake, for alerting. Joe's getting standards, Alibaba man. kickbacks or something uh, at this point. So, and and the, the stupid thing. So there were uh, there were some YouTube videos that were posted like in in support of the scammer. So they would like create a 3d model of the shirt and spin it on the youtube channel for 15 seconds would they do the and robot like, voice that like all those yeah. youtube videos Wait, that read Marsh, news articles? Sure, that's, yeah <laughs> and then they they would put the link in the the youtube description right i reported a couple of those videos to youtube as copyright infringement and youtube's auto moderator bot terminated my channel <laughs> so i was like i am losing to these bots so hard right oh. now. I am getting absolutely pwned by these bots right now. Man, that's so. Thankfully, there was this listener who was very gracious and sent me a message, and he's like, "I work at Google. I can try and help you from the inside." And he did. Uh, so I got my channel back. But like, oh my goodness, like it was unbelievable what happened. With it's a, it's incredible. It's quite a story. Yeah. So that's what I've been up to. <laughs> fighting, <laughs> fighting. Autobot scam. I mean, that's what that's what happens when you make a really good shirt. Like, it's yeah, a great, it's a really yeah. funny shirt, and no one's gonna know unless they do know. And if they do know, like, like I had, I, so I'm on a new monitor now for my computer. This is a very adjacent story. Uh, when I was editing that video that I just posted, my monitor died, and I had to drive to Best Buy and be like, "All right, I don't care what it is. I just need a new screen for a computer." Uh, and the and the the person working the checkout was like, "What does your shirt mean?" And I was like, honestly, it is very hard to explain how deep of a meme this is. What I, I think is nice about it, though, is that it has like that deep meme meaning, but it also is just kind of like a mood, you know, like, yeah, like, like, how do you explain like, okay, here's the situation. Basically, there are these two companies. Yeah. Okay. So NASA's going back to the moon, right? <laughs> well, this is what I've been saying about all these infographics. If you read every word on those infographics to a friend that doesn't really know about space, they would be thrilled that this was happening mm -hmm. in our timeline. They would be like, holy <laughs> shit, this is the coolest thing I could have ever yeah. heard in my life. And yet it's like, you know, this is them doing an epic takedown.
Blue Origin yeah. slams SpaceX's Moonlander. <laughs> it could be like one of those YouTube videos. But then you read somebody else and you're like, sounds pretty freaking cool. Like, I'm going to get yeah. into space just because of this thing that you've just told me about. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. So, so that's uh, what Jake's been working on. <laughs> Anthony, what are you working on? This segment Honestly, is now 40 minutes long. Not a lot. Like, there's yeah, not a lot going on, Jake. I could be real. I haven't released an episode since the last time we did this podcast, yeah. so I'm less frequent than off nominal at this point. You don't have like a 40 minute take on why a lawsuit for the Artemis Lander is not good. Oh, I just like I, Eric. The, my most recent show is me and Eric Berger, and we I we said all of the stuff that we had to say, and then every news story just kept confirming the things that we just said. So I was like, <laughs> well, I don't need to put out new stuff. Like that just. It's the Bro. most recent show. Jeffrey, fund it yourself. God, I just... <laughs> do it yourself. Stop making... Stop hurting everyone else. Do it yourself, Sorry. Jeffrey. <laughs> Joe does it himself. Pave the way, put uh, your back you into it. Yourself. Patreon. I don't, like... <laughs> <laughs> A Patreon. I love it. OnlyFans. Yeah. He could do OnlyFans. They're trying to branch out. I, I would I would subscribe to Jeffrey Basis's OnlyFans. I'll I'll say it publicly. I would subscribe. Five dollars a month. I would have to. It, it would be news content. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's a good spot to, to exit on. So bye everybody. <laughs> <Good show. laughs> one, two, three, four, five, five, four, three, two, one. End of death.